Beacon for Lightworkers. My name is Jill Renee Feeler, and today is August 21st, 2012. 
Uh, welcome. So happy that you're here today with us. I'm really excited for today's message. The call-in number today is 818-514-1022. And we may take callers at the end of the show. I'll just do what uh, what I feel at towards, okay? Uh, oh, it's another Tuesday. I love Tuesdays. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because today's show, the topic I actually didn't have in advance, um, and my daughters are still on summer vacation. They go back to school next week, so I was actually bringing them, driving them over to my parents today to have a little play day uh, in the afternoon and during the broadcast. Uh, they've been here during some of the broadcasts this summer, and that so far, so good, has gone well. <laughs> Uh, but today, anyway, they were they were over there. So as I was driving, I could start to feel the energies start to, I guess, percolate and upload uh, regarding the special topic and what we are going to share today. Uh, and as I was feeling more and more of that uh, just kind of wave of energy, um, I just I was like, really, we're going to talk about that today? Yay! <laughs> so I don't actually have a title for it. Oh wait, yeah, I do. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. So the outline of today's show, we will talk a little bit about current energies and just the way that some of the energies are being shown to me by my team, the way that I'm experiencing them and witnessing them taking place, and that may be helpful. Um, and let's see what else. Then we'll do a meditation. And the intention of the meditation today is to further tune us to the most expanded state of consciousness we have available to us in this present moment. And I'm, ex I'm very excited for that meditation because a lot of us um, really, that support is very helpful and assisting to us. Opening up more and more of those gateways, okay? And letting go of any of the obstacles that may be in our way related to our most expanded state of awareness relative to the all that is, okay? The special topic, as I've entitled it presently anyway, is the all that is lies within and so we'll talk in more detail about what that means um, and what it looks like and lots of kind of codes and keys to help you remember um, more and more of that truth and the profundity, really, of that truth as it relates to our ascension and upliftment process. So I'm really excited about that. And then again, if we feel led, we'll do questions or callers, um, and then we'll close and wrap things up for the week. The 90 minutes goes by so fast. <laughs> okay, so um, let's do a little bit of a connection here at the beginning, um, and then we'll set the intention, okay? <sighs> okay. I ask for a pure and complete connection to the divine source creator within, the highest and most consistent vibration available to me and to all of us at this time. As a conduit for these energies, uh, the highest uh, frequencies of light and love that I know from home and from the all that is what I call upon and will rely upon in this entire transmission. And so it is. Okay. And then in terms of intention, uh, the intention that we are setting for today's show is really to assist us in further aligning with uh, the uh, truths and beliefs and knowings um, for this ascension and upliftment cycle to personally um, align us and I would say uh, 
snap us to the energetic grid system that is supporting this ascension cycle overall, this overall upliftment process that we're involved in in this great shift. So if anyone has a different intention for the show today, you're probably going to feel like you're a little bit on the sidelines. We actually um, set up kind of like a crystalline um, fencing almost around that intention so that there's um, minimized distractions and any other kind of ulterior motives that could distract us from uh, this importance of what we're sharing in these weekly webinars. Okay? <clears throat> Very good. All righty. So current happenings and flows, and this is the part of the show where I actually do take some notes, um, and then other stuff just kind of comes in. Okay. So last Tuesday's show on expanding beyond beliefs and truths of good guys and bad guys and heroes and villains was extremely important uh, for this process. And it is, if you missed it or if you haven't heard it yet or watched it yet, I really encourage you to go back to the August 14th, 2012 um, webinar episode. That topic is uh <laughs> extremely relevant and, and it very much determines and sets in motion that topic sets in motion what uh, level of dimensional realities you're really animating and energizing and choosing in your human experience so um, that one was really uh, super fab um, and I was really grateful for the way the timing of when it came out, I feel like the timing was very divine, and I'll talk about that in a moment. Um, anyway, so if you missed that, please uh, go ahead and check that out. Okay, thank God for archives, right? Um, also last week, um, the Conscious Wisdom Festival was uh, last Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, so the 14th through the 16th. And I had the pleasure of doing the final presentation for the entire event. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. And that is available in archives, too, at www.consciouswisdomfestival.com. Oh, my goodness. That was another uh, kind of doozy and uber-importance uber um, message. It talked about what we shared in that message was a lot about the concept of is a, is We've shared before that there really is only light and that the concept of darkness is just um, a unique opportunity of us experiencing separateness from the light that we are and the light that all that is, the light of all that is. Um, and yet I do witness a lot of those of us in the spiritual community that still hold truths and belief systems that there actually is darkness and that we need to fall in love with darkness um, and embrace it. And actually, to me, uh, given the truth system that I have, um, and what they're showing me about what that translates into, it's actually like an anchor um, separating further uh, from the light and the love of the all that is. So we offered a, um, I think it was about a 45-minute message. Um, and then there's about 45 minutes of conversation between Molly and I, and I think there were two callers um, that called in afterwards. So um, the Conscious Wisdom Festival, it's a set price uh, extremely affordable, by the way, especially considering how many speakers there actually were. So for that one price, you get the whole three days, and mine was the last presentation. There's no other way to get that presentation, um, that audio file, other than through uh, the consciouswisdomfestival.com. Okay? So if you feel led to that, there must be a reason, <laughs> and I honor your choice either way. Okay, let me get a drink here. It's going to be another thirsty day. Alrighty. So this weekend, um, I noticed a sense of stillness uh, within me. And I was posting about it on Facebook and noticed that a lot of you felt the same way. 
there was just this level of kind of uh, inner stillness and inner peace that felt very important. So I didn't look very productive on the outside. <laughs> I got some things done, but really I was just trying to honor as much as possible that inner desire to just be really still um, with lots of times of just meditating, et cetera. And had it not been for the other responsibilities and opportunities I have in this lifetime as a wife and a mother, um, I probably would just would have laid in bed or laid under a tree in my backyard the whole weekend. Alas, that is those were not my choices in this lifetime. So I had the um, the joy of breaking it up a little bit with time with my family and just doing some fun activities. So um, that stillness was really important, though, for a lot of us. There were a lot of uh, um, trickster kind of energies going on this weekend. I saw it on Saturday and Sunday um, with some other kind of public, I want to say, light workers and those that are in the expanded consciousness kind of realms um, with some... Uh, kind of a cyber attack kind of uh, situation going on. Um, and it was really, you know, witnessing that and sending light, obviously, to those that were affected by it and those, those that initiated it, too, that to me it's an unconscious kind of program that's running out there, um, very much related to the Dark Ages. So um, as those of us that were able to be still and really uh, feel the light within, feel the connection with Source Creator within our energy fields, and just staying at that vibration and not allowing uh, significant dips, et cetera. To me, it actually was played a really strong role in further anchoring the light, the highest frequencies of light in this reality, bringing them into this reality and anchoring them further amidst this other age taking place. So it's uh, the shift is, is quite the dance between choosing um, further experiences of the light that we are and further experiencing any aspect of separation from the light that we are and the light of all that is. We choose. <laughs> and I did have a post on this um, yesterday, I think it was, uh, as my team was showing me with more clarity about what all of that means and the uh, lower frequency choices that are still available and what they're feeling like. Um, so that's on www.beaconforlightworkers.com under videos and articles, I think is the heading. So it was like a mini update there. <sighs> okay, we've reached a threshold level of our upliftment ascension process. And to me, it feels like another chapter that actually began yesterday. Um, since I would say from around June 28th to August 19th, there was a, a chunk of activities and uh uh, higher level meetings, et cetera, that were taking place um, in the non-physical realms that affect this this reality. And obviously, all of us play a role in those uh, meetings, those conversations, the updating of plans, the updating of assignments, et cetera. And that whole series of, of weeks was uh, pretty uh, expansive, really, for a lot of us. Um, some of us are more conscious of our, our dream time states and the awareness that it obviously doesn't only happen when we're sleeping. It's actually, you know, the, the time, the linear aspect of time is, is limited to the third and I would say lower fourth dimensional states of, of being in this reality. So those meetings happen, I mean, they're now whenever they're happening. Um, the curious thing for me is that over those several weeks of, um, of those higher level meetings, et cetera, I was consistently <laughs> woken up by my 10-year-old. Um, she would wake up and come in to get me, and then I would go in and sleep with her until 
whenever if I just wait until morning to to wake up from her bed. But uh, it was so funny that on August 20th, the night of August 20th, she did not wake me up. (laughs) She didn't last night either. So there was something about that pattern. Um, Yeah, my team is just smiling because they know why. And it's yeah, anyway, <laughs> so good. Anyway, so we're all involved in those in those processes. We're not left out of those meetings. Uh, we are constantly signing up, I would say, again and again for a different level of experiencing this reality and um, affirming our choice to be here. I know that because you're here, <laughs> right? Anyway, so it's been at a really um, intense and for a lot of us really expansive set of weeks over the, what I know of as summer, I'm in the Northern Hemisphere, obviously. And I don't feel like the energy's let up in any way, but there's a different level of awareness and clarity about our role and our purpose. And I would say our desires. And we have shared recently that there's a, a with that clarity, there's increased discernment by a lot of us on others that have a similar set of desires and intentions for how we wish to experience ourselves. And there's like a natural grouping that happens with that. I feel, and I don't feel from the higher realms, like there's any judgment about those groupings. It really is honoring the choices that we're making in how we're experiencing ourselves. Are we looking for friction or are we looking for ease and flow and grace in what we feel in our hearts? I don't look for friction. <laughs> um, it happens, and then I have choices to make. But, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. So it's, the game is getting even more interesting at this phase. Conscious awareness is the key. Consciously aware of your desires. Consciously aware of what brings you joy. Consciously aware, to the best of your ability, the broader set of activities that are taking place with this shift. Ah. <sighs> It's so so important right now in my in my truth anyway. Okay, from here until I feel early October, so possibly even October first or October nineteenth. I'm feeling um, we'll feel and we will feel an increased level of support and flow for aligning with our soul's desires for this journey. And any hint, any slightest hint that we are out of alignment with the soul's desires is going to be even more strongly felt by the human expression of you um, in the form of pain, grief, anger, despair, feeling lost, um, even depression. Um, So just recognize that it's not out of punishment. You know, the words tough love sometimes come up with this, but to me it's not. Tough love is is almost meant to inflict pain so that somebody comes around um, feeling that the other person is doing it wrong. To me, it's just the way the energy is flowing. It's us, our higher selves, guiding each and every one of us. It's our teams helping us, I want to say, steer almost into the flow of joy and love and light that we are aligned with in our heart space. And that looks different to each and every one of us. And I would say, how perfect is that? Yes? <sighs> we are coming together. Can you notice that? I can see in the numbers of even the show that more and more that are um, aligning with the messages that we share because it's their truth system. It's not like it's a blank slate and we're just filling in stuff for you. You're already a <laughs> complete work, <laughs> a complete being. And I would say a master level soul is how I see you. So when you hear a message that aligns and supports perfectly the truth that you know in your heart, in your heart center consciousness, we naturally kind of snap, I would say, into place. And we support more fully 
the grid system of messages like this and what it means for this reality by coming together. It's just all so perfectly designed by us, by all of us. <sighs> We're so good. We're just so damn good. <laughs> That's the word I'm going to use. Okay, um, let's see. For those that are feeling any sort of those lower frequency vibrations, um, I wanted to offer some recommendations uh, for anyone that's feeling that they're out of alignment, what they can do there. <clears throat> Take a step back from any of the situations or experiences that are triggering those lower frequency vibrations so that you can take back step step back for a moment and allow yourself to kind of cool off in a way so that you're not in the thick of that downward spiral energy and then you can pause and really ask your team for support and I did talk about this in the post so I'm repeating myself a bit which I tend to not like to do anyway I'm going to refer you to beaconforlightworkers.com it's an August 20th 2012 ascension upliftment update I would refer you to that because we do talk about it there and time is precious <laughs> so we're going to keep marching on here Okay, I'm going to read a post from the book, uh, Beacon for Lightworkers, A Journey for Remembering. Okay, let's see which one is today. Ah, Lynn Blackman. Oh, beautiful. Okay, and I'm going to read one. She has two on these pages. We're going to read this one today. Oh, I love Lynn's energy, too. Okay. Okay, let me just connect here with the vibration of this message from Lynn. Hmm. Thank you. Okay. An expansive space, so transparent and true, connecting the heartstrings, attaching to you, diving deep inside to this Merkaba mind. Dive deeper inside and feel what you find. Infinite space, a melody of sound. Embrace this feeling, for you have been found. Len Blackman. Mm. That is so perfect for today's message. I can't even tell you, but you'll feel it. <laughs> After we're done with the webinar today, you'll feel the perfection of why that one was today, and it's right in order. That's so perfect. Thank you so much, Len. We're not even halfway through. My goodness, there's so many beautiful things in that book. Okay, let me pause and get a drink, and then we will start with the meditation today. Okay, please close your eyes and feet flat on the floor, please. Palms up on your knees and we'll take some nice deep breaths in through our nose and out through our mouth. Please visualize within the core of your being a capsule, a container of light, 
that is golden and platinum in color frequencies. Supremely sovereign. It is the essence of who and what you are in your infiniteness. We are reminded that as an infinite being, there was never a moment in the cosmos where there was not us. Infinite truly means there was never not you. You have always been and will always be. And this truth further connects you to the expansiveness of who and what you are as a valuable and unique aspect of all that is of source creator of God. Within your root chakra, right at the base of your, your core of your body, Please visualize the beginning of a spiral of energy. It looks like a unicorn's horn. And if you look down at it, it is rotating in a counterclockwise motion, helping further acclimate and tune all of our major chakra systems, the column of energy that runs from our root chakra all the way up through and beyond our crown chakra, helping tune us to our divinity our unique divine nature that is fully and completely available to us in this reality, in this now moment. And there are no exceptions to that. For that is the blueprints that we have in place at this time. And you won't know until you try that truth on for size for yourself. Please allow that rotation of energies just to continue upwards, fully connecting all of your energy centers together into the column of light that is the center of your presence. Okay. Now let's visualize a crystalline platform within, uh, right right below the soles of our feet. It is extremely uh, luminescent, and mine is actually pulsating in an indigo blue, uh, (laughs) beautiful um, color pattern and color kind of sequence as it's pulsating. And actually, the the pulsation of the energy is increasing and magnifying. Mm, How beautiful. Helping us further connect with the Christ consciousness that is a necessary component of our ascension and upliftment process. Notice the connection between the soles of your feet and this platform and allow a surge of this indigo. It's so blue, it's almost violet. It's that quasi-blue slash purple um, color, a truly indigo. And it is coming up through the soles of our feet all the way up into our physical body, expanding our energy field more fully into the Christ consciousness vibration, tuning us to the Christ consciousness vibrations. It's 
take a nice deep breath. It's a beautiful collection of golden, platinum, and indigo frequencies that I'm feeling at this time. Another nice deep breath. Feel the quiet, still inner peace within your energy field at this time. The quiet mind, the quiet and still mind is a necessary facet of an activated soul in human form so that we can feel and notice and have awareness of the higher consciousness, the Christ consciousness being offered all of us in this moment. Okay. To facilitate further this quiet and still human brain, there is a beautiful emerald green energy rotating again, if you look down at it in a counterclockwise motion, within our upper chakra system, again infused with gold and platinum, helping us tune our mental neural pathways to the Christos consciousness and the vibrations of love and light that we know from home, tuning us to source wisdom that is beyond even the soul's collective experiences in various incarnations and unincarnated, non-physical ways that it has gained experience and wisdom. Please visualize an edge to your energy field. It may be three feet out, about 1.6 meters. It may be 300 feet beyond you. Wherever that is, imagine a net, like a, like a literal grid work. Or you can think of it as your Merkaba. It is the principle of it, the concept of it is the same. I think of it as an energy field, a personal energy field. Your personal traveling vehicle. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. As you recognize that edge, consider for a moment what you think of as or perceive of as the all that is. God or the realms of angels, archangels, your personal dedicated support team, what you may know of as spirit guides, all beings who have transitioned, your other incarnations, and your other ways of experiencing yourself that have not, that have not been in an incarnated state. Everything that you attribute to the higher realms beyond this reality, please just... Consider that field of energy for a moment. Is it outside of your energy field? 
Is it above you? In front of you? Is it everything outside of your personal energy field? If so, I ask you to invert this energy, almost like you have a sock or a stocking, and you're grabbing into it, and you're pulling the all that is, the archangels, the masters of light, all that you are as your higher self, God, source creator, and you're pulling it inside out into the center, the epicenter of your energy field. This inversion is a critical and necessary component to any ascension and upliftment process. The recognition and awareness that what we consider as the higher realms, the all that is, quote-unquote, is the depths, the inner realms that is connected with and is a part of the light that we have begun the last probably 50 webinar series and meditations connecting you to. Deep breath with that for a moment. The Ascended Masters have documented in our history phrases such as heaven lies within. This is so supremely true. The all that is is within. Heaven, the concept of heaven, is within the essence of who and what you are. It is the core ingredient that is the life force of you here in this incarnated state and the same life force that is you in all the other facets of you. And it is that life force that is your unique seed ingredient of the all that is. The connection to all that is, to the angelic realms, to the ascended masters, to what you know of as God, however you look at all of that outside of you as the ascended or (laughs) not in this reality is inside. It's inner to who and what you are in this incarnated experience. The special topic today will be revealing and helping you remember more and more of the um, implications of that to your truths, your belief systems, and more importantly, the way that you experience yourself in this reality amidst this great shift so that we can stop chasing our tails, that there is anything outside of us um, that we need to get and figure out before we can be a whole and complete being of light that you are. (sighs) Okay. (sighs) The consciousness that you know of as Earth is within the core of your being. The consciousness that you know of as the solar logos is within your being. The 
group consciousness that you consider perhaps your starseed family or your cosmic family is within the core of your being. And the list goes on and on and on. All that you love and hold near and dear to you is the core ingredient, part of the makeup of who and what you are in your infiniteness and that we are very specially and uniquely offered to access from our expanded consciousness while remaining in physical form. How divine and how perfect is the present of this presence? Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, We ask you to uh, allow the feeling of connection to the indigo blue Christ consciousness, to the platinum and golden frequencies of light and to the emerald ray that is assisting us um, consistently in the tuning of the and the quieting of the human brain so that we can tap more fully into the inner slash higher consciousness of our infinite sovereignty. Okay, two more nice deep breaths here. Okay. Okay, wiggling fingers, wiggling toes. Oh, yeah, I've got that spin going on. (laughs) Some of you may too, and my knees actually feel a little weak. That's kind of the fun. Okay, wiggling. My lower legs are kind of asleep a little bit. Okay, just wiggling my physical body, anchoring this light into my physical body. Ah, okay. Oh, beautiful. I'm just, um, they're just pointing out that that emerald ray will also assist us in tuning our human sensory, uh, the five senses, the human senses, sensory systems, helping us tune more fully to these golden and platinum and indigo frequencies so that we can use those human five senses in a completely new way to um, bring in more of the new human experiences that are being offered at this time, uh, rooted in the love and the light that is within and perhaps Uh, if you're ready for it, no longer looking for signs of that light, signs of life, of the real capital L life outside of you, the recognition that is actually at the core of you. And by tapping into that and activating that more fully by being the light that you are, you notice the reflection of the all that is, the life force of source coming back to you. There's still the other vibrations that are reflecting uh, human mass consciousness that you have to discern from, et cetera. But that simultaneous is very important uh, to bring them in to get the full array of opportunities and frequencies being offered at this time. <sighs> oh, my gosh, that's so beautiful. Okay, let's all get a drink. All right. Oh, my goodness. Okay, what a day to celebrate, yes? 
whether you have a specifically uh, specially important day or you're just making it special just because because you're here and we're here and all this magic is available to us. All righty. So the special topic, the all that is lies within. And I have no notes on this, but we've been primed <laughs> now with that meditation. So I'm just going to close my eyes and go deeper into Ah, the highest frequencies of source wisdom, source consciousness, helping me further access the message for today that we are calling upon to assist each of us in our experiencing the light that we are in this great shift to accommodate and bring about this great shift. Hmm. Quantum cause and effect. Okay. the messages have been building and expanding the webinars upon each other and that is very much by design uh, it doesn't matter what order you actually are experiencing them in we are assisting you in, in whenever you are experiencing this message and helping um, categorize we would say and uh, fit together the energies that have been so carefully laid out in each and every one of these webinar series it happens beyond the human consciousness of our partner, um, and we honor her for her sharing and her trust um, of us, and this comes from the unique connection that she has with us and your ability to feel and know a message like this within the core of your being is also a sign of your connection to the all that is. It's a sign of your mastery. You know this. We are simply helping you remember. So let's consider that truth for a moment. If we are helping you remember key aspects of this ascension and what some of you know as upliftment process for this beautiful and divine process going on on Gaia for all life experiencing Gaia, and you haven't read it in a book, and you haven't known it in any other way. And yet, as we share in this context, it still stills or stirs, I guess, the memories within the core of your being. Where did those memories come from? That's exactly right. They came from within. The truth that all that is, is within the core of your energy field is within the core of light that you are in your infiniteness is supremely important to this ascension process. It is a reminder that there is no need to leave the physical form, 
nor leave the context of your personal energy field or go beyond it in order to re-hyphen member you with the all that is. Because in truth, it never left you. We say the words quite often that you are a unique aspect of God. And that has remained a truth. Whether you are off journeying in a place like Earth, pretending to be only human, or anywhere else you may be experiencing yourself in the cosmos. The unique aspect of God that you are never is separate from how you are experiencing yourself, no matter where you are experiencing yourself, no matter what role that you are playing related to the message from last week, no matter whether you are playing a good guy role or a bad guy, quote unquote, role, all is source and all is light. The remembering of that truth in your consciousness, making that your truth, aligning your beliefs and your thoughts and your feelings and your emotional body with that awareness of who and what you are in your infiniteness and that it is indeed within the core of who and what you are, even in your human incarnation, assists and we would say actually unfolds the upliftment process. The container that you experience yourself within from within your human form is a game in a separate separation age. And you have designed it so perfectly in that the five human senses that you think are all the only way that you take in information and share information and exchange information with the all that is, is outside of you. <laughs> and that when you speak, the, the sound waves are created from the vocal cords traveling through what you think of as space and bouncing into other things, making sound, making sound waves, making audible experiences for other humans and all life to take in. That's your perception of what's happening. And it's so beautiful, all of those of you that were part of the creation team for Earth, for humanity, for what a separation age would be, and the goal of uh, forgetting basically that you are a unique aspect of God to the point that you think out there is the only thing real and that you're just this void inside of you and that there's space between you and everything else. Bravo. <clears throat> what a divine masterpiece you have created. And taking ownership <clears throat> for that mastery, for this creation, and for the human life, the journey that you've set in motion, the pre-planning that took place, and the actual carrying it out that you do in each and every moment. The reality that you know of as Earth is only to be celebrated. All ways of experiencing all the different ages that have been set in motion in other timelines and the ones that you look of as you look at as coming ahead of you in a future timeline. 
all of it is a celebration in another very unique way that is not available in other realities, in other dimensional states of being of you as source. And as you shift into enlightenment, this inversion of awareness, that source, that all that is, that divinity is not outside of you, that you have to go to it, ascend to it. It truly is the lifting up of the divinity that is at your core, lifting it up into your awareness, into your consciousness, and into, from within, the physical reality that you are setting in motion in every single moment of your human journey. That's why we use the word upliftment. We accommodate the word ascension because it is more part of the consciousness field in the earthly planes at this time. And yet the word upliftment truly is much more reflective of what is taking place. What you are doing, what you are being, and what is offered to you, and what you volunteered to experience. By setting it in motion for yourself. You also have heard us and other beings from the higher realm share with you that your thoughts and your feelings and your beliefs and your truths are what are actually the the framework from which you experience yourself. They're the, the fragments that you set in motion to like stepping stones that you then step on that create your journey. So some may look at it as perhaps less productive or unproductive to share messages in this way. And yet, uh, we know that you called upon it as your higher self, which is why we're here <laughs> sharing with you in this time. That it, these messages, these webinars that we offer through our partner are very much about helping you remember, helping you tune your thoughts, your beliefs, your feelings, your truths, into the divine structure of all that is, that is within. So that you can hear a message like this or see a message like this with your human senses connected to your heart center consciousness and go with a huge smile on your face typically or tears of recognition of joy that, oh yeah, wow, this game is powerful, isn't it? Indeed it is. The forgetting process is absolutely amazing, <laughs> incredibly powerful. And the rehype and remembering feels oh so good too, doesn't it? We see what it does for you. Your beacon of light that you are expands so beautifully, radiates love and light in ways that are so expansive and so magnifying to the entire earthly realities and to the all that is. 
because it's you anchoring and really accessing more and more of your light within and the all that is within. So the beaming of your light as you activate it more from your human consciousness, the light within expands. And as we've just helped you remember, the all with the all that is is within and it is that light. Your ability, your courage to remember more and more of who and what you are in your infiniteness from within in your human body. Wow. Many said it couldn't be done. Many said that's not possible. That reality is too thick. I was just there. I can tell you all about it. They're never going to make it. I think they still had some forgetting going on too because they had forgotten who you are. They had forgotten the magnificence of who you are in your infiniteness and the magnificence of these blueprints that you set in motion and the magnificence of the support teams of which we are so honored to be a part of. We have been a member of your cheering section from the beginning of your even choosing to incarnate at this time. And we wouldn't miss this big show for anything. And it's not about thumbing our nose and neater, neater, neater. At those aspects of source that have such a different perspective on what this reality is. It's all good. But your progress in this process is absolutely undeniable. And the all that is, the source consciousness, the light And the love of all that is, is magnifying and increasing and expanding whatever word you want to use, deepening in richness by what you are doing right now. Do you also now see more clearly that the upliftment process of this great shift is something that you can only do for yourself? The lifting up of the source vibration into your human senses, into your physical reality, and making it manifest and animating it and energizing it and focusing upon it by choosing to, by discerning what is light and what is separation from light, that is a one-by-one process. And all of you, as the master-level souls that are in human forms at this time, we should giggled before and laughed with you before that you tend to do things your own way. That is why, from our perspective, it never could have been a mass event, a mass ascension type of process. Because as master level souls, you tend to literally do things your own way. You have your own encodement. You have your own keys that you place there with your unique support team. And yes, there is a blend between all of us that support the physical realities at this time. You cannot do this for anyone else other than yourself. And we ask you, are you truly doing anyone a favor 
by avoiding or putting on hold your own upliftment process for the sake of or for the benefit of others? Isn't the opposite quite possibly true? And could you decide to make it true? That by your own upliftment process, remembering that you are able to stay in physical form while having this experience, this amazing, (laughs) unprecedented experience, that you will bring to light more and more of the possibilities and the mechanisms and the uh, fundamentals that you went through in that process that is proof and evidence, we would say, that others may actually be looking for. The doubt vibration and skepticism vibration of the separation age is thick, 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 like a brick wall. That uh, hammering or chink <laughs> kind of a way of those barriers, what you know of as veils, veils from our perspective actually doesn't do it justice because the separation age is so perfectly designed that it's a series of veils that end up being um so intensely strong at maintaining the separation from the light within. By your undeniable beaming of the light that you are, regardless of how others perceive it based on the filters that they're working from, is the most powerful proof and evidence of the reality of what is taking place for you and what you know of as taking place for others on a similar journey um, with a similar set of desires and a similar way of activating and animating, energizing and focusing and nurturing the light and the love that they are in their infiniteness into the human expression. Those are the seeds that plant flowers when others are ready to do so. They are also master-level souls, and we say that many, many times, and perhaps for the first time you can truly hear it and truly grasp and be consciously aware of the meaning and the profound um, effect that that has on how you go about experiencing those that are not as activated yet in their light. They are on their own divine timeline. Do you view yourself as a babysitter for another? And did you appoint yourself to that role, or did they ask you to be that role? There's a lot of self-appointed babysitting that we see going on, and to us, it is a distraction. To us, we view it as um, a delay to your own upliftment process, and we have no judgments about that. The blueprints that you and all of us have helped set in motion for this age, for this shift, for this platinum age experience to unfold and be made manifest in this timeline of Earth is available to be chosen by all. And it will remain an opportunity to be chosen in upcoming incarnation cycles. And we shared that message in parts last week in the two messages that we shared through our partner last week. (sighs) 
please recognize the level of support that you have available now in this time phase from the sun, your nearest star system that, that sends you warmth and nourishing life force energy from what you view as outside of you into the physical realities. That's a key player in your experience. The other human in, human beings, or this infinite souls pretending to be human that are outside of you, providing encouragement and support for the pioneering role that you play. Recognize the guidance that comes to you that directs your attention and your focus inward, inward into the light and the unique aspect of God, your unique encodement, your unique keys that you have within your energy field and that you've always had within your energy field. If you were inspired or further rehyphen membered by a book or a message or anything else, those were triggers and mechanisms that you allowed to assist you in further uncovering, further uplifting the light and the love and the aspect of source that you are at your core. Please recognize that. It's extremely important because then you are uh, freeing yourself from any sense of obligation, uh, loyalty programs, uh, guru programs, or external master programs that have you bowing down, if you will, to others. And in the process, um, devaluing, we would say, or at least underappreciating the mastery of who and what you are. Your mastery lies within, and there are specific ways that your environment helps tune and further activate and lift into consciousness and into your reality, the mastery that is who and what you are. And there are other experiences amidst the shift that further distract you, further separate you from the mastery of who and what you are. That is where the mastery of discernment comes into place, which is why we have been talking so often over the past mm, four to six weeks since about mid-July about discernment and about your consciously choosing what and whom and how you are experiencing the external environment that is showing up for you the reflection of who and what you are in your mastery and the light and love that is within and the other reflection that's available to you, which is the reflection of human consciousness in the earthly planes that may still be and most majority are still operating from separation age programs. <sighs> Choosing consciously. By further activating and expanding the God consciousness, the source consciousness, also known as unity consciousness, that is within. That is nurtured and nourished by only light and love that you know from home. Not the kind of love that you've known from the separation age that punishes, ridicules, and avoids Please notice the distinction between avoiding, like I don't want to go there, 
um, or don't show me that sorts of uh, separation age experiences as opposed to the very different vibration of simply not choosing it, of you have a menu of experiences that you can have amidst a great shift, and it's a long menu, wide, wide menu, huge spectrum of frequencies and vibrations of light uh, from very separated from light to very much uh, very much full of light and source light that you know from home. That freak, Those set of frequencies are huge, and in every moment you are choosing what is on your menu of experiencing and that's where we've been talking about boundaries as well. It's not so much about avoiding out of fear as consciously choosing what is nurturing and nourishing your experiencing light. Can you give yourself permission to make those choices, to be discerning about the vast experiences being offered? And that some are nurturing to the light that you are, and some are incredibly distracting to the light that you are. This feels complete for the sharing. Yes. Thank you again. Thank you again for this extremely unique experience that we have to share with you, to help you re-hyphen member more and more of who you are in your infiniteness and how that relates to your human experience, your human incarnation, and the energies from which you are drawing into this upliftment, formerly known as ascension process. Thank you for the unique role that you play. And so it is. We honor you. Namaste. How's everybody doing? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, drink time. Get some water, please. Thank you to all of us. Thank you to all of our higher selves. Thank you to all of you. Thank you to all of our teams. Thank you to Source for this re-membering session. Hmm. Okay, let's take some calls, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Area code 214. Area code 214. This is Jill. Can you hear me? Yes, Jill. Thank you for taking my call. Hi. Hi. You, you may want to um, mute your computer because Jill. I can hear it in the background. It's going to be an echo. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, got it? Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, I am um, 
I am I have learned uh what steadfast love at, at 40 years old for the first time in my life learned what steadfast love is for my husband. Um we are going through a very challenging time right now and I'm wondering if you can give me some insight about um what's going on. Okay. What is your first name and his first name? His first name is Stefan. Stefan? Stefan, yes. Okay, and what's your first name? Lon. Lon? How do you spell that? L-O-A-N. Okay, beautiful. Okay. Hmm. Uh, what I'm picking up on is that there is a lot of love mutually felt by each of you towards the other, um, and yet there's some misunderstandings of of what the other's intentions are and what the other's dreams are and some concern about whether those dreams are, are out of alignment and I would even say incompatible. Does that resonate with you, Lon? Absolutely. Okay. First, let me just say I'm sorry. That can be so... Um, uh, and disconcerting and just troubling and scary in a way in terms of a relationship that because you guys have been together how long? Ten? I'm getting it. Um, six, six years, six and a half. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What I feel really strongly from your team, Lon, is that the more fully and completely you can allow yourself to connect with the light that we've been talking about in this whole webinar, the light of all that is that is within you, the more that you will release from the lower frequency, I would say, fear-based concerns that, that somehow you won't make it or that, you know, if he really knew what your true heart's desire was, that he may not uh, resonate with you anymore and you may become incompatible, et cetera. I feel like there's some threads of that that you animate within your energy field through your thoughts and feelings and your belief systems. And what your team is saying is that the more fully you can really just embrace this love and light that we've been talking about in this webinar and a lot of the others, the more you will really melt away those thoughts and beliefs because they're not they're not in alignment with what you are in your infiniteness. Can you do you see that too? I do. I've been making great effort towards it. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So the I more can exactly. Okay, good. The more powerfully that we connect with and really access our expanded consciousness, we can see more clearly some of our behaviors and some of our feelings and thoughts and kind of how they come up and what they're rooted to. And when they're rooted in fear, truly all we need to do, and it sounds simple, but I know it can be hard, is to melt it, literally, with the love vibration that we've accessed from within. It melts away those truths and thoughts and therefore feelings and behaviors because they're out of alignment with what we have remembered of who and what we are. So they're they're wanting to make sure that you're hearing that this is more about your process and your upliftment process and that that will help shift the energy dynamically and powerfully in the relationship that you have with Stefan. Yeah. Okay? He has a very different 
um, I want to say assignments in terms of his experience here. And I'm like that with my husband too. And I have a lot of different clients and just cosmic family members I connect with that are very similar and that we feel so, you know, consciously aware of our upliftment. We love conversations like this and we feel so energized by them. And our spouses, our partners may not be anywhere near conversations like this. And yet we I have found anyway a way to honor that he has different interests and belief systems too, and that that doesn't he doesn't judge me for that, and that I don't I don't need for that to be a separating um, boundary between us sharing the mutual love that we have for each other and the natural connection that we have in this journey in this partner journey that we've we've allowed to unfold and continue to choose in each day that we remain together and married. Yes. Okay. That's definitely more. I feel he's. I feel he is more allowing, and I'm just beginning to understand and learn what that means is to allow another human being to be who they are. And I've. I mean, I noticed early on in my process as I was kind of having this expectation that oh, I have to be you know with somebody else that that's going to do it like I am, that's going to go through a, a conscious awareness and you know spiritual expansion and activation of the soul and the human form, and I need to be partnered with somebody that's doing it like this. And at some point, yeah. my just kind of tapped me on the shoulder and they said, "Are you sure about that?" They helped me question that belief, yeah. and I out my way into it. I avoided decisions or judgments about, well, this is what I have to do. You know, rash decisions that would have been from the human brain and not from my heart center consciousness. And I began to feel more clearly that just because somebody isn't, I want to say, accepting or necessarily like, yay, Jill's, you know, an activated human, <laughs> you know, as or not um is supposed to being distracting or I would say controversial controversial towards my my upliftment process. Being neutral about my expansion process is very, very different than being subversive about my expansion process. My husband is neutral about it in his conscious awareness as as him. And yet I feel and I I know that we have so many other ways of connecting that he's not subversive to it. He wanted to know that I was okay and that I was <laughs> I wasn't gonna go off a deep quote unquote. And he sees that he actually is more in love with with how I am experiencing myself now than when we got married in nineteen ninety three or when we started dating in nineteen eighty eight. So our love bond has actually improved even more because I'm not animating all those other egoist, egotistical or, you know, the ego body, the emotional body sorts of programs that I had been when I was a control freak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I resonate with you exactly. <laughs> yes. Is that helpful, Lana? Or Lon? That That is so helpful. Thank you so much, Joe. It's um the the difficulty lies in um when I get these feelings of doubt and this fear really um is to find a way to come back to center to that love that I know in my heart exists between us, no matter what has happened and um that is the challenge you can do it I know you can. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings to you and to Stefan. Thank you so much. Thank you for the work you do. Love and light to you. Thank you.
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Area code 208 will be next. Hello? Hello, this is Jill. Hi, this is Joey. How are you? (laughs) How are you? (laughs) I know you. (laughs) Yes, yes, you definitely know me. (laughs) Well, you know, and I've got my, it's Joey in Colorado. I know. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure you knew that since I still have the Idaho area code. Well, I had to call in. It's my first time calling in. And I just wanted to see if there is anything that my team wanted to tell me or perhaps just wanted to say to everybody. Okay, very good. Oh, I love how generously you did that. Or a message for everybody. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Wow, Joey. One thing that they're showing me is that uh, the healing process that you've allowed to really unfold and that self-nurturing that you've really given yourself permission to have, I feel over the past even two to four months has been so valuable to you. Can you feel that? I can. It's been a lot of work, but it's definitely good work. Oh, beautiful. There's a wounded warrior kind of um, persona that some of us have sometimes. And yet all that I see right now in your field is this warrior of light. Wonderful. Kind of inner strength of I will be my light and I will choose light and I will choose to see the light in all life and in everyone else I come in contact with, even when they don't see it themselves. You are an embodiment of that message that we've been sharing many, many times. Can you feel that, by the way? I can, yes, and and that's really what I'm trying to hold and focus on and just bring to the surface as much as possible and kind of find that heart's desire and have it work for me in this particular part of my life. (laughs) You're doing a fabulous job, and I hope you can feel that. Your team wants to point out that you have tremendous support because that part of what we've just been talking about is such a huge, um, important part of your mission here overall that you decided that you set in motion to have here as Joey. And they also want to point out that, that that fulfilling that part of your mission does not need to be at the sacrifice of anything else that you hold in your heart's desire in terms of living comfortably and having your needs met um, and, you know, all of the different kind of 3D kind of ways that we feel we're um, – you know, independent and I want to say like paying our own way kind of thing. Right. That those components of your life are not off the table because you're so, you know, centered in your mission. Those they're asking you to almost bring onto the table of your mission more of those 3D aspects of meeting our kids responsibly, um, you know, meeting our daily obligations and, you know, promises that we've made to other people and to self about the kind of life that we wanted to have in this lifetime that they don't have to be, it's not an either or, they're really asking us all to consider that all of them go hand in hand together and that the motivation may be different because it's not about, you know, for some of us that may have been told, well, you'll never amount to anything (laughs) or whatever, that now we're not to, you know, have a, you know, a steady job or whatever we're doing. Um, We're not seeking it out of revenge or just because we have to. (laughs) But it's really that sense of, 
um, just overall fulfillment that I want to I want to contribute. I want to contribute to the household finances. I want to contribute to this. I want to contribute to that. I want to contribute to the upliftment of humanity. That it all can work together, and it doesn't need. To, does that make sense? It makes wonderful sense. I my my I guess main question would be: Do they have any tips? Any perhaps next steps to take or something to kind of bring that more into um, into the now, into fruition right now? Yeah. I'm I'm still looking for work. So <laughs> they're asking: Consider, are you truly open to the universe, kind of proving to you that you can be? everything you see in that masterful level soul in this human form as Joey and have a day job and have these other things. Do you truly believe that? Because I actually sense some hesitation on your part that you're concerned that somehow you will compromise the connection that you've, you know, remembered so beautifully with the source within and that you feel like you'll uh, withhold some of the expansion process that you feel is still unfolding for you and will continue to unfold. Yeah, that there definitely is some hesitation. It's happened that way for me in the past, so I'm definitely afraid of repeating that old pattern, you know, having a job just because I have to, and I kind of refuse to do that anymore. (laughs) Recognize hesitation, though, because that's a thought and a belief that's actually blocking, really, the universe from helping you fulfill that need slash desire that you have for this reality. Okay. What I've what I've learned, I've been sharing this for at least two, at least over a year, is that the oh, yeah. universe is wonderful at house, but we have to be really clear about what we want consciously and what we're afraid of not wanting. Sometimes the not want list that we run subconsciously because together they end up creating a reality. <laughs> right. Okay. That's yeah. It's that has a thread probably for everyone that's listening to this message. There are things that we're kind of holding back, and it's almost like a hand up sign to the universe of wait, wait, wait. I'm not ready for that one yet. And that that's where the comes in really the openness that we can have it all this time. Yeah. Oh, that feels good. Thank you. Oh, well, so glad you called in. That, yeah, I am too. I'm glad I finally got to talk to you. <laughs> yep. Good to hear your voice again, sister. Yeah, it's good to hear you too. I love you very much, Jill. Thank you. And infinite love and blessings to you, and I'll talk with you soon. Okay, we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Okay, we have a Skype caller. Give her a few more seconds. Laura? Yes. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi. Jill? Can you hear, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What can we do? Um, I just, um, first of all, I want to say your show is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for it. And um, I was wondering if you could give me some um, just tips or advice I find myself my my physical self my body just kind of having anxiety whenever I sense you know when I meditate or when I feel like I'm really kind of you know sensing other things or other dimensions or you know trying to communicate with 
um, my team or things like that. If you could give me some advice or any kind of tips on how to make it less, I don't know, I don't know why I have anxiety, just less scary for those other layers of myself. Actually, what they're showing me is that there are some truths and thoughts that you have that relate to fear of the astral plane and fear of the, like, what we know of as, like, ghostly realms or beings that haven't quite transitioned all right. the way over. You're right. going here. Is this true? Yes. And I don't know why. It's always kind of been that way for me. So it's, I'm trying to break that fear. It's a fear I'm, I'm working on. You hear me now, Laura? Yes, I can hear you. Actually, it's valid in a way because there's a lot of trickster kind of frequencies that operate in that lower astral plane. So I, it's not, I don't warrant fear. We're not warranting fear, but I guess we're saying that there can be things that can be distracting to the light that we are in that realm. So I'm going to share with you what my team shared with me at the beginning, which is that when we connect with the source consciousness, the source of light that we are directly within, and today's message I think will be helpful to you in how you perceive that process, mm-hmm. that you're get there. You're going directly to the love light. It's like a it's like a direct line. Like on the U.S. president's desk, there's that red phone. <laughs> <laughs> From, I don't even know if there literally is still a red phone. There probably is, <laughs> but that direct connection to consciousness that you don't need to take the the scenic route, <laughs> right? Stuff that is not in alignment with our process and with the love and the light that we're choosing and seeking and deciding upon in this lifetime. So that that truth system, I feel, will help you um, melt away, again, those fear-based kind of thoughts that have you concerned about the connection that you're going to have. The other thing that I would encourage you to do, we did an invocation at the very beginning of this message that I haven't done for the, on the show for, for many, probably months even. And for whatever reason, I was led to bring it back today. And that, re- going back to the beginning of the show in the archives, and listening to the basically the invocation of I, I connect at this time to the highest, most stable and consistent frequencies of love and light that are available to me in this moment, that automatically, it's like snaps you to the huge source of light that is within without taking the circuitous or uh, scenic route through the other dimensional layers that are not as light-based as the source light that is within us. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. That makes thank you. That makes a lot of sense. Hello? Can you hear me? Laura? Yeah, sorry. I don't know what's going on with my computer. Recognize any I mean, as you take those two steps differently. And notice any other layers of fear-based thoughts that may have you kind of blocking the process of you connecting and re-remembering more of the light within. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Blessings to you. You too. Bye. Okay, you guys. Wow, another ninety minutes. <laughs> we have just enough time for the closing here. 
Ah, thank you so much. It is really by each and every one of us in an experience like this, choosing this way of being, choosing this state of awareness and consciousness of the light and the love that we are and that is all that is, uh, that messages like this are even possible. Um, it is is so clear to me that the more that we are bringing messages like this actually into form and you being able to hear or watch someone say this with your human five senses, that we anchor these vibrations more and more fully into this reality. Then it's not just encoded, it's made manifest. It's the codes being unlocked. It's the codes being activated. It's the keys being used into unlocking and really revealing more of our true essence, the love and the light that is our infinite nature being made manifest in this beautiful physical reality. Ah, So thank you for the role that you play in this experience. Namaste. If you enjoyed this webinar, thank you so much for sharing it with in other groups that you experience yourself, either on Facebook or online or other beautiful spiritual communities where you feel this message would be helpful to others. Thank you for making it available to them. You, We each play a role in sharing what is assisting and uplifting to us. And I do that on my website, beaconforlightworkers.com, in the resources and links section. I basically include, I need to update a little bit, but almost everything that has ever been a part of my process. Feels like, you know, brother and sister helping each other, right? So letting others know what's assisting you, whatever it is, it just feels good. You're not preaching. You're not forcing it down their necks or forcing it down their throats, you guys. You're offering it as something that has been assisting to your upliftment process. Trusting them to discern for themselves what will be helpful or what they don't seem helpful, and that's okay, too. Okay. For those who donate to this work, I appreciate it very, very much. Um, the Platinum Age documentary DVD and audio download uh, is available at theplatinumage.com. And the Conscious Wisdom Festival archive that we talked about is available at www.consciouswisdomfestival.com. That's a great message. <laughs> great. Uh, my website, again, is beaconforlightworkers.com. And on Facebook, you can find me at Jill Renee Online. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here with you. We are all valuable members of this ground crew. Thank you and love and blessings to each and every one of you. Mwah. Namaste. <laughs> okay, and for music, I'm not quite done with the song yet. You may be hearing it over and over again. It's called Let It Grow, and the subtitle Celebrate the World by Esther Dean, and it was the finishing uh, piece um, music piece in the Lorax, which is a favorite in my house right now. <laughs> Enjoy. Have a good week. the world. Celebrate the world.